By this time, the love for Christ from Apostle Paul was up to that point where he said, nothing shall separate me. Not even death will separate me. I mean, you even see that the things he listed from verse 35, they are earthly things, temporal things, visible, physical things, earthly things, tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, danger, sword. All those things are earthly, temporary things, visible things, physical things, things that you can relate to, things that you can relate to, things that happen ordinarily. It says, for your sake, we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. That's nothing. Then, in verse 37, it says, yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. What do conquerors do? Conquerors conquer, vanquish, and they walk away. Amen. Conquerors just, you know, they conquer and that's it. It's over with. As overcomers, we are more than conquerors. Something comes your way. You overcome it. Before you know it, some, something else comes. You overcome it. We keep overcoming. We are more than conquerors. Amen. Because if you conquer, you don't fight it again. But you fight it today. The thing comes up again. You overcome it. You overcome it. You overcome it. We are more than conquerors. Then in verse 38, it says, For I am persuaded. I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angel. These are heavenly things. These are serious things. These are different things. These are no more powerful things. Death, life, angels, principality. This is not farming, persecution, nakedness, distress, sword. Ah, now, these are death, life, angels, principalities, powers, things present, things to come. Wow. Height and depth, nothing, nothing shall be able to separate us from the love of Christ, from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Amen. May the Lord give us more and more revelation of his love for us, that we are more and more loyal and committed, absolute commitment to him, that we will see the troubles that came to us in the province of Asia. We were priced beyond measure to the point of giving up. But we already did what? Had the sentence of death in ourselves. We already had the sentence of death in ourselves. That we should not trust in ourselves, but in the living God. Who raises the dead? We already had the sentence of death. We already sold out to the point of death. The one that said, if you want to be my disciples, deny yourself. Take up your cross. And follow me. Where are you following him to? You follow him to where? To death. Huh? Take up your cross and follow me. To where? To the palace? Huh? To the city hall? Huh? To the square? For some fun? No. Take up your cross and follow me. You are going to Golgotha. You are going to the place of the score. You are following him to death. But if you follow him to the place of death. You are also following him to resurrection. Amen. For he will not leave your soul in hell. He will not suffer you to see corruption. The Lord will raise you up for in his presence. His fullness of joy. And at his right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Show me, show us Lord the path to life. 
the path of life. In the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. You have the path. You have the direction of life in his presence. In the name of Jesus. Amen. The love of Christ, which shall separate us, which shall separate me from the love of Christ, shall tribulation or distress or persecution or frowning or nakedness or peril or sword. For the love of Christ compels me. The love of Christ compels me. The love of Christ moves me. The love of Christ constrains me. And that word is, is powerful, constrains me. Hallelujah. The love of Christ restrains me. The love of Christ begs me. The love of Christ appeals to me. The love of Christ convinces me. The love of Christ says, come, 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 come. I love you. I love you. Won't you come? Won't you come? Come, 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 come. I love you. Amen. Love of Christ constrains me. When you constrain somebody, it's not always a bad thing, you know. You say, oh, wow, why are you going? Stay a little longer, you know. Don't go out in the night. It's too late. Won't you sleep over? No, it's dangerous, you know. You don't want your car to break down. Who is going to, no, and this car is old, you know. You know, please, won't you just stay over? There's, there's food. There's food in the house. That is constraining somebody. Amen. Begging them. Amen. As if pulling them. But you are pulling them to safety. You are pulling them to something good. Amen. For the love of Christ compels us. Second Corinthians 5. I ask you for a little patience. Amen. Maybe your patience will turn into endurance. Maybe your endurance will turn into what? Huh? Perseverance. Maybe your perseverance will turn into what? Long suffering. No, we won't get to long suffering. We won't get to perseverance. We just stay at patience. Amen. So let's just quickly look at something here. Uh, it's, it's too good, it's too deep. Second Corinthians 5, start from verse 13. For if we are beside ourselves, if we are crazy, if we are cuckoo, if we are mad, as if we are of sound mind. It's all for the love of Christ. It's all for the love of Christ. It's the love of Christ that is making us so. Verse 14. For the love of Christ compels us. The love of Christ is what drives us. The love of Christ is what motivates us. The love of Christ is what constrains us, restrains us. The love of Christ is what fuels us. Because we are, we are convinced or we have received this revelation that if one died for all, then all died. He died for me. Not just for me. He died for all. For all. Not just for a few. His love made him to give his life, to die. And not just for a few people, but for all. For Christ is the Savior of all men, especially me, especially those who are saved already, especially those of the household of God. He says he is the Savior of all men, even those who are not saved, he is their Savior. And he has already saved them. He's already done. The gifts are ready, just waiting to be picked up. Everything is all set. 
The room is filled with gifts for the prodigal son to come back. The father cow has, has been fed and fed for many, many, many months or years before he came back. Everything was ready. The rings were ready. The apparel, the regalia, ready for him to wear. The sanders, the turban, the, the gold, everything was ready for him. He died for all men, all people. So, the love of Christ is what is constraining us. Because we have experienced his love. And now, when we see others, even those who are not saved, we see the love of Christ in them. We see that Christ is already, has already died for them. Has already saved them. So, we don't see them like nobody. We don't see them like ordinary people. We see them as saved people that Christ died for. They just have not received the salvation yet. So we see them in a different light. And it's the love of Christ that opens our eyes to see that. And that moves us. It's a knowing, therefore, the fear of the Lord, the love of the Lord, the passion of the Lord, we persuade men. Knowing what Christ has done, knowing that he has already died for them, that he has already paid the penalty for their salvation, we beg them. This is what God has done for you. This is what he has done for you. Won't you receive what he has done for you? We persuade them. The love of Christ is what constrains us. It is what compels us to go on and do that. So much about the love of God. We can talk from now till daybreak. Mm. There's so much to do with that love. Let's just ask that the Lord will help you, the Lord will help me to do more with what I know of that love. To do more with what I know of that love in the name of Jesus. Can we pray? Lord, help me to do more with what I know of your love. To do more, not just talk more, not just write more, not just speak more, but to do more. To do more, to do something with that love especially in this season. To be a giver. And he says, not just a giver, to be what? A cheerful giver. A cheerful giver, a willing giver. Lord, in the name of Jesus, help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. To be willing givers. Mm. To be cheerful givers. To be happy givers. Because of what you have given us. Because of what we have received. Because of the love from you. That we love you in return. Thank you for your love for us. Thank you for your love for us. Lord, we reject, we reject, we reject. We reject the love of the world. We reject the love from the world. We reject the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Lord, we are being tempted every day. We are being tempted every day with the lust of the flesh. With the lust of the eyes and the pride of life. And you said to us, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. For if any man loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Lord, help us to love you more. To love you more than ever before. That our love for you continues to increase. And our love for others continues to increase. Our love for our families continues to increase. Our love for even those who do not like us. Help us to love them. 
Help us to love those that are supposedly difficult to love. Help us to love. For we do have love. For you have given us love. Because you are loving us. We have you. So we have love. Help us to express it. To express it. To show it. To be deliberate about it. Help us, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.